Welcome to the Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business podcast with me, Amy Bajada. Join me and other business owners as we explore the art of being in business and challenge that notion that our financial numbers are boring. Today, I'm joined by Pamela Mercer from Towling Stories, who are on a mission to create more eco-friendly and sustainable baby products to help parents. Thanks for joining me today, Pamela. Thanks, Amy. I'm happy to be here. Amongst the trials and tribulations of becoming a parent, a wonderful range of products seems to have been born, which not only are great for our environment, but solve so many of those little issues we all face when having children. Tell me about your story and a little about your famous hands-free bath towel. Okay. So I'll get started at the start, obviously. Um, So when I was pregnant, I um, I became much more aware about the chemicals that are going into you know your skin and into your body. So I started making my own dishwashing powder, laundry powder, and things like that. So when I eventually had my daughter, I decided to create our own products. Sanvu seemed like the obvious option for us because. I prefer natural um, because it's better for all of us, obviously, the environment, as well as for on, you know, baby's skin um, being so sensitive and so new. Yeah, so I guess that um, sort of leads me into talking about our bath towel, which was the first product that I created. As a new mum, I was getting, getting obviously organised to do bath time and I just thought this is just way too hard. Um, I just became a bit overwhelmed with it all. Doing it by myself as well because my husband was working late a lot of the time. And so I thought I had to try and create something that could make it easier. So that's where we created the apron-style towel um, that you can wear during bath time. And so you're putting it on before you undress your baby for the bath and then once they're in the bath, to worry about putting the towel in your teeth or under your chin you can just bring your baby straight out onto the towel put the towel around them and then keep them nice and warm whether they need settling before you change them or whether you just you know they can go and change them straight away but at least you know that they're nice and warm yeah and then once they're dressed you can just unclip it so it's just making it a lot easier well i tell you they often say that the best inventions come after being a mum for the first time and this is no exception you know having a child myself i know exactly the pain of bath time and like you said you know holding the towel under your chin and trying to navigate what a great idea really fantastic idea but you've certainly added uh, products to your range since then yeah so by the time I created it and um, it was ready for release um, I was seven months pregnant with my son so in some ways obviously it was a good timing and other ways it wasn't but he gave me the chance as a new mum to see what other products I really did need so and he actually happened to be a really chucky baby. So one of the first ones um, after the towel was the burp cloth because there was nothing that was absorbent enough to, you know, stop me from getting dirty. So, um, yeah, so from there, then obviously as you got older, the bibs as well. And throughout the whole time, obviously nursing pads. So it was just kind of a natural progression of which products I, I was using and what I found practical. So, you know, the sizing is quite generous because that's what I found to be useful with my own child. And then obviously as my daughter got older, then I created the toddler towel and the hair wraps. So anything that I just sort of thought, you know, this could actually make my life a bit easier that's how it's all developed, really. And who doesn't love an easier life? <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> and they, they look like some amazing products that you have on offer, definitely. So let's get to the 
you know, down to the nitty gritty of all of this and the why we're here. And we're, we're definitely here because we're smack bang in the middle of a pandemic, as we all know, with no real certainty of where things are actually headed right now. So tell me, how is your business doing? Um, so online, it's actually been really good, which I'm really thankful for. But we did have a few expos cancelled which has obviously impacted us a little bit because they bring on bring in a bigger income stream at a, in a short space of time. So, yeah, we've had two cancelled so far. We're going to be travelling to Sydney. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're going to do a little family holiday at the same time. So in that sense, you know, we've missed out on that as well as, as the business benefits. But, I mean, it is what it is. And now we're just focusing more on online and just different methods to try and, um, you know, increase traffic and conversions. So. Yeah, I mean, we're just going with it really, I guess. You know, I'm, I am lucky enough that I, I you know, was a stay-at-home mum before I became a working mum, so uh, my husband's still working as well. So, yeah, things are fine in that sense. It's just, it's you know, it, it's nice, obviously, when my business is making more money, but obviously at the same time, you know, we just go with what it is. Can I ask what expos you normally go to or attend? And when you talk about the shorter increase or quicker increase in revenue, how has that impacted on any potential cash flow for yourself? Now, I understand you, your husband's working in from a personal perspective, but what about reinvesting back into the business or anything that you may have had in the pipeline? How has that impacted those decisions? Uh, yeah, so we, we were booked in for the Pregnancy Babies and Children's Expos um, and both of those were in Sydney. And, yeah, so obviously when when we're placing orders, then once we have the expo, we're, you know, very quickly able to pay back um, any of our expenses that are incurred from the expos. But obviously not having the expos, um, you know, it's going to take a longer time to to do that but i mean this time we've been fortunate enough that the on increase in lo- online sales actually still helped to be able to to pay for you know a large order which which was actually quite good but you know in, in previous times it wouldn't have been the case so i think as my business is evolving as well obviously it's you know just getting busier online that's helping to to pay these other things where in the past i had to you know, pay for the event and then from the event I'd be paying for the, you know, paying for the stock as well as having a little bit more. But but now, you know, it's getting a little bit, cash flow is becoming a little bit freed up, which is good. Yeah, that is fantastic to hear. So with, with the fact that you're solely online essentially anyway and heading into this pandemic, had you had any plans to potentially have your products in any other stockists? So we're currently in a couple of bricks and mortar stores, uh, but we are in more online stores actually, which is quite funny considering I'm online as well. But they are online stores that offer quite a few products. So I think that works well for them because people can go and do their one-stop shop all in one place. And it would work well for you too, I would imagine, in terms of diversification of your footprint. Yeah, that's right. So they're different kinds of businesses. Some of them have quite a lot of followers. So then obviously they're reaching out to their followers, which are people that I may not be even talking to. So so it is getting out in that sense as well. Um, there are a few overseas people as well. So, yeah, I mean, I, I always have toyed with the idea of doing more retail stores, 
but I just have been, I just haven't had the time to be honest. So between online and expos, I, I've only really gone into stores that have contacted me. So yeah, I haven't been very proactive in that sense, but, but it's, it's meant that my business hasn't been as affected by this, I guess. So. Yeah. So it's kind of like a silver lining without you even seeing it coming. <laughs> I mean, well, we've got the expos that are um, obviously, which is a direct contact again, but that's where we've been more affected than retail. Yeah. Given that you are having such a successful time during this period and, and that you're, you know, even your online sales are increasing, is there anything that you would do differently at all in terms of it could be your social media strategy potentially or anything in terms of, you know, diversifying that reach even further? Uh, yeah, so it's actually um, funny that you asked because since having more time, obviously being home more and having hubby home an extra day, um, it's actually meant that I'm able to do a few more stories and I actually did another video online, which really avoid as much as I can. But when I have too much time, I have to start doing those things that are on my list. So, yeah, so I mean, it's helped in that sense. And I think doing the stories are also helping, like I'm doing more behind the scenes and things like that. Um, and that seems to be helping with the sales too. So there's definitely more that I need to be doing, but I have, like, obviously I'm still a mum of two young children, so they are my priority. Um, and so, you know, I'm just doing these other things any time that I do have. So, you know, there's lots of plans. <laughs> <laughs> there always is during this time, isn't there? The minute yeah. you have some headspace, all the plans tend to come to light. Yeah, I guess right. given that you talk a little bit about the fact that there's some effectiveness in terms of having, you know, more stories or behind the scenes and, and given that you're so busy, have you ever thought of outsourcing those services? Yeah, so, uh, so outsourcing my social media. Yeah, um, yeah, I have, um, but there's other things that I probably should outsource first, I guess. So there's certain things that, yeah, that I just, I dislike a lot more than that. <laughs> but I think if I was to outsource something, that would be it. Can I ask what's on your hit list, like your top of your lists? Um, well, so from a personal perspective, the cleaning. So that's something that I could very easily say goodbye to. Um, but also packaging the orders. So obviously being an Australian-made business, all of our products are checked by uh, me, but I do have somebody helping me with that now as well and then packaged by me just to obviously have that final tick of approval on um, on all the products. So I think things like that would probably be something that I would outsource before social media because I also do have a marketing background. So I, I enjoy doing the marketing side of the business. Yeah. Yeah. Marketing is one of those things that you want to get to all the time because there is a, an element of it being enjoyable once you're in it, but yeah. it's being able to free up all that other time and, and make it make sense in your, in your business, I guess. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so given that your situation hasn't changed all that much and that you've had all this time to think about your business and going forward, is there anything you would do differently? Yeah, so I definitely have um, different avenues that I'd like to look into more. Um, so we're predominantly on Instagram, but I think that we could be focusing a little bit more on Facebook as well as I just, I need to really focus on a few other things that I haven't got around to, you know, just being in contact with my database a lot more and things like that. So that's probably the next few things that I've really got to concentrate on. 
So do you have any advice for any business owners right now that may be feeling as though they can't quite get through it and really what you would suggest would assist them going forward in terms of running their businesses and getting through this whole situation? So firstly, don't give up because you can definitely do it and it it will pass. Like it's not something that's, you know, going to be this bad forever. So I just guess having, trying to have a positive mindset would be a big one. There's definitely different things you could be doing, no matter if you're a small business or if you're really making, you know, a lot of money, I guess. There's always something you can be doing better or different. So just keep looking into it. And, you know, don't look at things that are making you feel miserable, obviously. <laughs> so if you're looking at businesses online and they all sound like they're doing fabulous, just, you know, there's different things that they're, you know, they're struggling with. Like, as I mentioned, you know, my house is always a mess, you know, like there's different things. So everybody prioritises different things. But, yeah, I mean, you just keep going. I've seen a few business that, businesses actually closing I know it's such a tough thing to witness, I think, uh, yeah. because you just want to say, hold on, because there's a light at the end of this tunnel. But again, we don't know everyone's individual situations and it can can be the better of the two evils, I guess, if they have to. That's and just, right, yeah. I guess given that your idea was spawned out of being a mum and, and what you were going through, what about some advice for those mums who have these great ideas that think that, you know, it's just a pipe dream kind of thing? Well, I just do it, I guess. <laughs> um, I'm very much, as you can see, obviously, much if you want to do something, just do it. You know, just try and try and follow the path that, you know, that you feel like you want to do because you've got one life and um, so you don't want to regret it later. And also I think it's actually been really I mean, at times I haven't thought this, but I I do think it's positive (laughs) for my kids to see me working, even though I am with them at home a lot of the time as well. My daughter's actually started taking orders and creating craft shoes for all our family and friends because she's seeing me obviously doing orders. So when I'm going downstairs, she's coming downstairs and saying, I've got orders too. So um, like the, the impact that it can have on young children, you know, without even realizing it, like I've, I would not expect that she's going to go and have a business because I've got one. But, you know, it's just it's just funny that, that she's taken that from it. So, and I do, I've had lots of friends ask, oh, what do you think about this? And what about cash flow? And, and I mean, yeah, it's not easy, like especially in those early days, even, even I mean, even a year in, like it's still, it's still a juggling act two years in. There's still different things, you know, different challenges. Even now, like my, my um, business is three years old. And there's definitely times that I think, oh, I should I be doing that? Or should I be doing this? Like just always some sort of challenge comes up. Like it's a bit different, but there's always something coming up, you know, that really pushes you to get out of your comfort zone. Ah, the joys of being in business, isn't it? It's it's one of those things where we're promised this elusive take back our lives and complete control of everything when in actual fact running a business can turn us on our heads, but we have the time of our lives, I guess. That's right. So, I mean, in some ways it takes over your life, um, but it's fulfilling. So at the same time, like I love it and I wouldn't change it, but, you know, sometimes you do think about, you know, how much are you getting paid per hour really? 
when you, you know, the amount of time that you spend doing things, you know, and obviously, you know, you do things, sometimes you're doing things really efficiently and other times, you know, you're sitting there stuck in an Instagram, you know, rabbit hole. So you just, <laughs> um, you know, and then you're like, oops, <laughs> half an hour goes. But no, but definitely I would say, you know, just do it. I mean, it has, it's been exciting for me to do it. I mean, it'd be lovely to see more mums in business, you know, following their dreams as well. Well, you have an amazing product or tons of products online that I could see. You've got some amazing ideas ideas it sounds like you've got the perfect energy and passion for what you do and I'm certainly grateful to hear that things are going very well during such a tumultuous time in the world for you so that is fantastic and thank you so much for joining me today and spending some time to chat about your business I really appreciate the time you've taken and thanks for having me I really appreciate it no problems thanks again Pam thanks bye Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Boring Shit You Need to Know About Business podcast. I'm Amy Bajada and I'll see you next week.